<laughs> yep, yep. What up, though? So, uh, I'm going to do a little something. I've been thinking about this for a while. I've kind of planned it out a little bit. This is my homework. Um, I want to say something just as silly as what we hear on the news. But I'm going to juxtapose a lot of stuff. I'm going to say a lot of weird stuff. It just, just ride with me on this one. Check this out. So, we have a dude as a U.S. leader who's telling us what to do and giving us information. This person who's giving us information at one point called himself science. Hmm. If I did anything similar to that at my job, I wonder what would happen. Hmm. Hello? Uh, my name is Joseph. I'm here and uh, I am water. How can I help you today? Well, I have, a, I have a lot of questions about my account, and um, normally, you know, I'm trying to get some help because so, something seems to be wrong. These, these numbers just don't add up. Well, you know, I am water, and to question water is to question me, which is to question water. Why why would you ask water this? No. I, I am only here to promote plants and to rain from time to time. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, um, who have I called today? Uh, I thought I was working on on a on something with my account. I mean, this is this is this is the bank, right? No, no. You've contacted Water. I identify as Water. Yes, uh, I am Water. And to question Water is to question me, which is to question Water. You can't question Water here. Uh, um, but I. Yeah, so th this is about my bank account. I thought I was working with something that can help me. Um, yeah, yes, you are. You are working with something that can help you. Water. You should drink more of it. Yes, um, normally eight eight ounce glasses a day is the best intake for water. And okay, I think she hung up. All right, so we're going to go and try this again. Um, I'm going to identify something else. We'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Hello, how's it going today? Uh, yeah, so, um, how's it going? Hello, um, yeah, I just dropped off my Nissan Armada to your, your, um, your shop, and, you know, I haven't heard anything back about my vehicle. Well, you know, uh, I, I identify as a tire, you know, uh, I'm a tire, so, uh, you know, to question a, me is like you're questioning a tire, you know, I, I, I cannot... I cannot answer just the way a tire cannot answer you. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not understanding what you're saying. So um, I just had a flat. Um, you know, you guys picked it up for my work, and you guys are supposed to fix the flat, put my car back on like wheels, you know, and bring it here. Y yeah, I know. I understand what you're asking me, ma'am. But uh, I identify as a wheel. I am a wheel. Okay, um, can I speak to your supervisor? Like, is there someone else there? No, no, you cannot speak to anyone else here. This tire shop is ran by me because I am a tire. You understand? So you, for you to question me is like you're questioning tires. Ma'am, I am a tire. Oh, oh, okay, you know what? I just need my keys. I'm on the way right now. I'm picking up my car, and you're not touching anything. You get out of my car. No, I'm getting in your car. No, no, you leave my tires alone. But I am a tire. And then he like affixes himself to your to your vehicle and like won't let go. I think that'd be hilarious. Um, <laughs> the the other one is uh uh oh this is good. Okay, so um I went to Subway the other day, and I had someone take their job way too serious. So check this out. 
bing boom. Welcome to Subway. How's it going? Hey, uh, good to see you here. How, how can I help you? What can we get for you? Yeah, um, so I'm thinking, you know, uh, I guess a six inch, you know, meatball sub maybe. Yeah, all right. Um, what bread would you like? Uh, yeah, can I get that on, uh, I guess, a uh, regular whole grain maybe? You know, uh, yeah, let's do the, um, what type of cheese? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, provolone, maybe some Swiss on top. Um, yes, we're toasting that one. Awesome, awesome. All right, I'm gonna give this order to my com my companion here. He he really puts the life of Subway in there every Subway sandwich. It's really amazing. Go ahead and take it away, Jared. Yeah, so I'm Jared. Hi, what's going on? I work for Subway and I am a sandwich. What? Uh, can you can you can you toast my my uh you know the sandwich we're making? Can, can you toast that real quick? No, cause I am a sandwich. You see, you see, he's just, he's, isn't he the perfect worker? I mean, wow. If I could just be more like him. I am a sandwich. And he just like, covers himself with marinara. With, you know, he's sitting there with cheese, putting it on himself. What else would you like on your sandwich, sir? Uh, why are you putting the food on yourself? I am a sandwich. For you to question a sandwich is to question me and I'm not gonna have that because I'm a sandwich you can't question me okay um what else can we put on your sandwich today dude that's that's what we're doing <laughs> we're doing it to each other and then we get mad at each other I literally posted a happy video and luckily Facebook did the moderating on that one and oh my god no one heard what happened after I'm gonna go ahead and spill the beans yeah, I had someone lose their stuff with me, and it wasn't even over politics. It was just, hey, you know, great to see you. You know, maybe we should get together when things kind of calm down out there, you know, with the world. You know, the world's doing a lot of things right now. And they lost their stuff, you know, just, you know, oh, you're, you're right wing this. You're, you know, you're just too much of what I don't like. So now I don't want to do that anymore. It's like, well, you brought up meeting. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's going on here. Um, it's just silly what's being gone. What's what's going on here? And and for us to not quantify this is complete ridiculousness. I really don't know what to tell you, but I will continue to make videos. I'll continue to make podcasts. I will continue to be silly because what we're hearing is what we're hearing is silly. What we're hearing is one hundred percent. It's it's just silly. So um, turns out. I did my own algorithm, and uh, <laughs> apparently I'm left wing, which is weird. I was like, "Whoa, what?" If they gave me the data or whatever, and it's a it's a website called Ground News. It shows you any follower and what they follow. So it it puts my bias as 99% left, <laughs> and none of any other. Like I'm not right wing. I'm not middle of the road. I'm, I'm 99 95% left. It's very strange. And then when I go to, uh, you know, what what narrows down that bias, what what is what is what I'm consuming? And that's when I understand what they meant. OK. A lot of the information that I'm consuming is, is independent. Fifty one percent of the information that I'm consuming, interacting with, doing anything with on Twitter. It's independent. But then I looked at the next one and it's a media conglomerate, meaning like face like, a, you know, CNN, local news, things like that. And um yeah, apparently there's 
um, large telecommunications companies, you know, again, CNN, local news, 13%. Other is 6%. And private equity is 3%, negative 3%, actually. Yeah, negative three percent. Yeah, it's, it's a very very fun figure, but what that means is that I've been consuming data at a rate that is very confusing for the algorithm, and I think the algorithm doesn't know what I'm doing. I think I've, I think I'm winning. Okay, here's how I did it. So if you're kind of like tired of like following the same thing on Twitter, especially Twitter, this is really kind of going for Twitter users. Um, Twitter users, hey, check this out. Just add everything add everything just in, in anything you're into if it looks cool click add like start adding that to your stuff right that's what i did for about six months during that six month time i wouldn't interact with anything i would just look at stuff heart certain things but i was very selective on what i hearted now what i hearted what i hearted was things that were all independent however the algorithm in twitter makes the word independent and it, it changes the definition of independent to left wing because there's no other way to quantify what you're following it has no idea what you're doing and when a twitter user or a youtube user begins to kind of funnel what they really like and what really challenges the algorithm the algorithm doesn't know what to do so this new website which is kind of how your social credit score would be based it does want you to be left so here's the kicker if you are right ring, like let's say you are someone that is into more of a, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Bob, Bob, what was the guy's name, Bob, uh, uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, shit, um, Ryan Stelter is a big one, um, let's say like a. Hold on, let me, I'm trying to narrow it down. Uh, Rand Paul would be would be a big one. Um, Kelly Ann Conway is a big one for the right. Uh, Fox News is a big right wing affiliate. So if you have that in your news, apparently you're right right wing. Apparently, I didn't know that. This is all new to me. Um, while I've been looking this up, I was like, dude, well, the algorithm's confused because it doesn't know who I am. Well, I, I thought about it a little deeper and I was like, I don't interact with Twitter enough for it to really give me a of what's going on because it can't, it can't do that. It can't like, it's not, it's not doing that. All right. So what I'm thinking is continue with what we've learned, but we have to understand for a moment. Maybe even these laws and legal terms are being played. Mmm, let's take a look. But you, but I'm gonna say one more thing. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to be talking about Proud Boys. We can just talk about members of Congress who are, who are filing subpoenas against members of the administration and members of the media. You don't have to like Alex Jones. He is a media personality. Yep. And, and as much as people don't wanna, don't wanna hear me say it, I'm gonna say it, Alex Jones runs a news organization. Now, you can hate him. Which is protected under the First Amendment. That's right. And now they're coming after him. They're filing subpoenas. <coughs> and, and, and this is what Alex is arguing, that he's got a First Amendment right exactly. here to do what he does. And he does. But look at what is happening, man. They have lost the plot. I mean, you look at the stuff they're talking about with Joe Manchin. They're like, one man, who's the real president? Is it Joe Manchin or is it Joe Biden? Manchin's a senator from West Virginia. When was he going to be on your side? No, they demand fealty. 
Just because Joe Manchin is a Democrat, they demanded that he do whatever they want him to do. And when he doesn't, man, they're going absolutely insane against him, claiming that he that, that Biden needs to slam the boot down. I'll tell you this, man. Every step of the way, we have seen dramatic escalations in what is leading to this country being ripped apart, and we are watching it right now. And then when a CIA advisor professor lady comes out and she's like, yeah, it's happening. It's Trump's fault, by the way, but it's happening. I'll be like, it doesn't matter if she thinks it's Trump's fault. What matters is she thinks it's happening because you got a bunch of people who now think it's happening. Here's the other crazy thing, too. You said earlier, you said a a grand jury was convened simply to indict Trump in New York City? That's right. That's crazy because... So here's the thing about grand juries. Grand juries typically, like, they've been working together for, you know, weeks or months on end. And they've seen and heard a bunch of cases. The fact that they're convening a grand jury solely for... Donald Trump is crazy to me. That's that's wild because that's not normal. That's out of protocol. But let's 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 let's, then, let's let's oh, call God. let's call that political and um, a bit hyperbolic in a sense. I, I I'm sure they'll tell you. Well, the scope of our investigation is fraud into the Trump administration or something like that. But we got the story, man. Yeah. This this, this this is this has been news for the past couple months. That high profile, or I should say, like that, that that individuals working within the Trump administration, including journalists, have been subpoenaed to testify in a grand jury to to indict. Donald Trump. There, and now it is being spec. Okay. Why is this important? Most people are probably sitting there like, "Yo, Trump, are you serious? What does that I mean, bro? Yo, we can't be, we can't, we can, come on, man, we can't, we can't back you up on that." But I want you to understand what this implicates. I want you to understand where this goes next, because. If they're going to take out a previous administration over other people's actions, meaning we're going to place blame on, on the individuals. However, we're not just going to go for them. We're going to go for you because you let it. You may have merit. You may not. You may have had infiltrators there. You may not have. Here's what kind of sticks out and kind of puts a little in my mm, you know what i'm saying um listen to this he will be indicted and if he's indicted he will not be able to run in 2024 wow the nation.com which is a leftist publication said donald trump will not be running for president in 2024 something to that effect and the first paragraph is donald trump will be indicted for fraud and this will prevent him from running the witch hunts is real. Fraud let, for let, what? Let, let, let. I, I like what he said at the end there. The witch hunt is real. Because what's happening is we're trying to still blame one person for a nationwide and a nation worth of issues. We can't say, oh, well, you know, Trump had everything to do with the George Floyd. No, he did not. Get out of my face, dude. George Floyd was probably a personal situation between one man and one cop. The reason that it went real, real crazy is because guess what? Everyone saw it. No one missed it. Every American saw it. Fun fact, it has way more than 500,000 views, or sorry, way more than 500 million views. And with the average Twitter user applying at least six to eight hours of their day to Facebook, that means at least everyone in America plus Canada watched it live as it happened. 
and then it went worldwide. So we're talking about 500 million views, and then it was taken down. So, okay, look, 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 look. Just, just stick with me here. Something's controlling all that. Something's controlling what you're seeing. Something's controlling what you're hearing. I'm having an issue on Facebook where I'm having an issue and apparently someone knows what I'm typing and they don't like what I'm typing. So I I don't know how else to keep warning everyone or how else to keep maybe jokifying it, make it funny. I, 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 I'm doing my best here, but I'm also a solo man in the game now. Um, there's been a lot of changes here. The uh, team incentive and initiative I would have assumed would occur cannot will not probably won't happen it's okay it's not the people it's not me it's the people and and again I think I was working with the wrong help it's hard to get good help out here you know what I'm talking about but at the same time it's also very difficult for people to understand there is no political backing in what I'm doing there is no money I'm getting from this I'm not sitting here getting rich just because I'm talking into a mic, I'm giving you guys so much data. I'm getting banned from doing it. That's where we're at. So, um, you can consider this the Christmas episode, but also consider this the, uh, the start of something. Cause this is going to be some stuff, some crazy stuff. Um, what you heard earlier, as far as the other voices, this would have been from the Tim cast IRL podcast. Um, Tim Cast is very nuanced in the way that he's not any party at all. He has no party affiliation, as as do I. And he's speaking to the Fresh and Fit podcast. I think uh, I think I'm gonna hammer it out here with a really good piece that the Fresh and Fit guys do about this whole January 6th thing. Um, just to give some more for more context, um, the Fresh and Fit podcast can be found on YouTube, also on Patreon. There's a couple other sources you can find it. Um, Fresh and Fit is done with two um, more melanated individuals. Um, you know, the Tim Cast IRL podcast is usually a whole bunch of white folks talking. Um, but yeah, we have some melanated folks in here really getting it in. And what's great is that one of the, um, the guy that goes by Fresh of the Fresh and Fit team. Sorry, Fit. He goes by Fit. His name is Fit. Um, homie, uh, the darker dude is Fresh. But, um, old, uh, you know, kind of yellow bone looking motherfucker. You know, homie, little, little yellow. You know, um, homie over here fit who goes by the name fit um he's ex national security he's been in cases he's been involved in investigations this man is speaking solely from a legal perspective and i love what he has to say about this because it affects all of us okay here's the reason that you've been hearing something about trump and you're like what are you doing here's why check this out let me ask you. You have experience with grand juries, maybe of a little course, bit. Of yeah. course, yeah. So how often do they? they we have that. That's why. That's why this is weird to me because here's the thing: the federal court system, everyone is in it, so it, it would happen all the time. I'd go in a grand jury, I'd present my case, right, some drug case, whatever it may be, and then there'd be an FBI agent come after me. He'd go and do bank robbery. Then there'd be a DA agent he'd come in and do a drug case. Then there'd be an ATF agent come in and do somebody for a felon in possession. So we all would use the same grand jury, which is weird to me because that grand jury will hear, hear hundreds of cases over wow. the span of a few months. That's how grand jury works. At the federal system and then you come in you testify you tell the facts of your case you're in there with your prosecutor you step out your prosecutor comes out true bill bang and then you get your this arrest is warrant. state level just to clarify oh it's state yeah new, yes, york, new state. york state yep so new the york feds state. so i'll tell you this that's very interesting so that tells me that the feds probably didn't want it 
and it went to the state because any AUSA would love to do to do a case like this, especially where New York exactly is this. This is uh, I think this is southern, yeah. Southern. So so it's probably New York City. So it falls under Southern District of New York, which is a, a very Manhattan. aggressive prosecutorial office. It's actually one of the best in the country. The Southern District of New York. They have so they've done all the big mafia cases. They do the big uh, racketeering cases, etc. So they do big sexy cases like this. So I'm surprised that the feds didn't take it. So that tells me they they probably didn't want it, and this they said, you know what, we'll run with it. With in your experience, I know feds different from state, but how yeah. what percentage? Do they ret- like if, if, what percentage of uh, of grand juries of like cases are returned as indictments? Almost. If, if like you're a, going ninety five percent. Yeah, because because by the time here, here's how how tight <coughs> the reason why the federal system doesn't lose is because by the time you take a case to an AUSA and you present it and you guys gather your evidence and you mm-hmm. actually have enough to indict, that prosecutor is ready for trial, guys. At the federal system, they're, they're ready for trial. That's why the feds rarely lose because prosecutors don't take cases unless they know they're going to win. They don't want to go to trial. They want to win. So, yeah. so if they don't take it, this tells me right now it probably tried to go federal. They said, "Hell no, we're not going to win this thing." And this, they say, "You know what? We'll take it." So, I got to. The federal level said, "Nope, we can't win this one. This is going to get weird." Here's why: federal agents may have been involved. It, this has to, this has to come out. This has to be said. Let me just clarify what people don't know about January 6th who did not watch the video, who don't understand who is who who in the video went to prison and is currently in prison and who did not. A lot of the rioters that were out there causing fires, a lot of the a lot of the ones that were out there that actually had weapons that were breaking windows and that were causing vandalism. Fun fact, they're not arrested. They have not been taken to court. They are not even indicted in the statements for the, I'll call it the 1-6-2021 committee. So the 1-6-2021 committee, I'm telling you, there's something wrong with this committee. There's something wrong with what you're being told. And it's not that I'm siding with one side or another. This is some justice stuff because what happens is if they take out a, a, a previous president, I ask you this, when was the last time that somebody did four years, left office, and went to prison? This is scary. And guess what? Anyone who's backing that president is going away. This sounds like Gaddafi. Remember when we took down Gaddafi? What else else did our military do? They took out anyone that backed them. And I do remember they showed the drone strikes on TV. Yeah, 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 right after 9-11. Yeah, you, yeah, you're thinking like 2014, 2015. No, 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 go back a little bit. Go back a little bit. Go back to like, 20, like 2006, 2008. Go back to when we were over there doing some stuff, doing some hate. You know what I'm talking about? Because we were in retaliation mode. Our, our, our whole structure had been shaken probably by the people who built the structure. If we ended up with a failed war in Afghanistan, that means that wasn't where the war was. Mm. Oh, yeah. Another fun fact. Who's been arrested for the actual intent of 9-11? Who's been arrested for it? Oh, I can tell you who's been gifted for it. We watched the gifts being given. The, The Bush administration went straight to Saudi Arabia, made sure they had all the money they needed. 
Oh, yeah, so did Obama. Yeah, that's right. He went with that mysterious briefcase and had a long meeting that was never televised, never talked about, and there were no interpreters in the room. Wow. It's strange that we get mad at Trump for having a meeting with Putin and there was no interpreter in the room and no evidence, but what came of it was peace. Hmm. When Obama went over there, he took a briefcase, had a meeting with a prince. That prince is now considered Ben Solomon or B, you know, BSM, if you will. Bin Salman, um, Mohammed bin Salman. Um, this gentleman and prince and richest person in the world on some real is this dude killed a journalist, Jamal Khashoggi. So if we're paying an outside government, when Trump gets into office, they kill off a, a, a journalist, like literally dismember the man shortly after. No, I'm sorry, before. It was before that Trump had the meeting, and after that was when Jamal Khashoggi was killed. So, Trump has that famous picture of him holding the globe thingy, the glowing globe thing. Yeah, that was probably a silent agreement to something. To what? I don't know. To what? No one will say. But, uh, depending on what's going to happen in the next hours, days, minutes, this could be quick. This could be quick. Our state is vulnerable, not the state of Texas, but our, our, our national state is vulnerable. We have so many things that we're ignoring. The Hunter Biden story should have been talked about. The Maxwell story should not be thrown out the way it is and the way that they're treating it in the federal level. I'm not going to play that here because I'll probably get banned for sure. I'm going to watch the rest of Tim Cast. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch the... the you know, the additional 30 minutes that they do for the membership group. And I'm telling you, I've learned more in that membership segment than I've learned in the past 10 years. You know, the last 30 minute membership segments, I, I've I've been able to grow myself as a podcast and also grow myself as someone who's now cognizant of where my listener will believe my views are. Here's the thing. And here's what I want you to always remember. I'm never going to tell you my views. I'm not going to tell you my opinion. No, I'm going to give you data. I'm going to give you the facts. I'm going to give you exactly what happened and more. I'll give you the stuff no one else watches because no one else will. I'm the person that posted Tim Cast giving a hug to Rob the Rugged Man after everything went down. And Rob the Rugged Man was about to get up and do something. You know what I'm saying? But Tim kept it cool. Tim kept it relaxed. He finally calmed the hell down and stopped screaming like a bitch. And on the real, <clears throat> they were able to do some, hey, on, on some man shit, my bad, I fucked up. Oh, well, I fucked up too. That's what we don't do a lot as humans. We don't admit our faults and we don't tell someone else, hey, look, I messed up. I'm sorry. Hey, look, I, I went to this level. I probably shouldn't have gotten to that level. My bad. You know, no harm, you know, no harm intended. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it pushing. If the U.S. government would do that, I don't think you'd have so much problems in the courts. But again, you cannot let go of shit. The court system itself is what's the problem. But now the people who are watching the court system are taking on the same problem. So you got people walking around not even understand what the courts are doing. 
wondering why is Rittenhouse free? That boy should be in prison. He did. But you didn't even hear the story. You probably don't even understand what Kyle Rittenhouse did. And on top of that, you probably don't know what happened in court. I'll cover that on another podcast. Now, when it comes to the whole Ahmaud Arbery thing, I don't believe everyone should have gone to prison there. Come on, there's a, come on. One guy was just driving a car and actually went to jail for recording it. You kidding? This dude's going to prison for being the guy that gave the best evidence of what happened. We can't keep punishing publishers or even the public for publishing data that may be used in court or may not be used in court. You can't publish, you, what's the word? You can't punish someone for coming with information that is gonna be needed. You can't keep punishing that guy. You know, if you're gonna punish the cameraman of anything, why aren't we punishing the the, the New York Times cameraman? <clears throat> hmm? Why aren't we public? Why aren't we getting mad at the Washington Post cameramen that take crazy pictures and dumb stories and and have been caught lying several times? <clears throat> but we don't get mad at those cameramen. We don't take those camera people and go take them to jail. But you're doing that to open cases before the case is even seen. I'm gonna leave y'all with this last little. <laughs> leave you with this last little. All right, check this out. Establishment, save Destiny, the, the streamer. They were all saying it was murder. They were lying about what he did. And so my, my point is, regular people they are lying. thought he killed black people? That's right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it just goes to show, like, the gross lack of knowledge and awareness of people when they look at big cases like this. They don't look at the facts. They look at what someone put on Twitter, what someone thinks. Feelings and emotions. Feelings and emotions. But they don't look at the facts. And but that's ridiculous. That's the quote-unquote left. And I'm saying the left feels before reals. It includes leftists and includes dem includes the establishment Democrats, but libertarians, independents, moderates, Republicans, traditional conservatives, religious conservatives, all knew the truth. They all knew the truth. Now there's, of course, there's always going to be people on, on 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 the right who are believing dumb, crazy conspiracy things too. My my point is, the left is clearly in some kind of matrix. They they believe uh, they they have their their uh, moral framework is is. Or I should say lack thereof. They have none. They don't believe in the innocent until proven guilty. They fire people from jobs on accusations. They yep. want people imprisoned on accusations. They burn buildings down when they don't get their way when it comes to this kind of stuff. Libertarians, moderates, independents, centrists, right-wingers, conservatives, they don't do any of that stuff. So when, I, when, when we come out here and we go on the show and we say something like, Kyle Rittenhouse acted in self-defense. Jury said so. Evidence shows it. Seven witnesses said it. Then... We're not going to convince anyone on the left ever that we are right. They're just going to say you're racist. Yep. So yeah. I, I, my my main point is, when it, you know, bringing it back to the issue of family and everything, I think the divide is is so extreme in this country. We call it a political divide. We call it polarization. I think that's wrong. I think it is a grand canyon. There, there's. I, I do not believe there's going to be a way. Like even even that guy Hawk Newsom, the Black Lives Matter guy in New York, who went to a Trump rally and they cheered for him and he said, "I want you know to make life better," and everyone's like, "We do, we do." Then he starts expressing his opinions on what will make life better, and all of a sudden you're like, "Bro, if you're if you're saying you want to burn the Constitution, yeah, that's not going to happen, right? I'm I'm never going to shake someone's hand in that in that capacity." Yeah. There, I don't I don't think there's a way you get Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and then you know even regular Americans who like Christmas and family to shake hands and agree on how to move forward. I, I think. I'm going to pause it there for y'all. 
um, like I said, I'm going to do my own research. I'm going to keep on looking out. I'll keep on looking into what's going on. But uh, thank you, Tim Poole. Uh, this is the Timcast IRL podcast. Once again, he has the, um, this is the fresh and fit guests, their co-host guests on the Timcast IRL podcast. You can find Timcast IRL on YouTube at youtube.com and then uh, check it out. Uh, Timcast IRL, um, capital I, capital R, capital L. Um, Timcast IRL podcast, and um, it'll bring up everything you just heard, plus more. And if you want to really be cool, you can go to his website, which I have myself. I'm a member, proud to say it, and definitely I would pitch it to anybody. Get a good view of what's going on in the world, pay for what you're consuming. Our attention is very, very tight right now. Here's why. If money is inflation and inflation is bad, your money is your attention. There is money in your eyesight and there's money in how you long you look at things. I promise you, I'm not kidding. There is currently an algorithm out there right now for marketing that covers how much time you spend on an ad on Facebook or even on the video games that you might play on your phone. If you play video games on your phone and you actually watch the whole thing or whatever, or like do like like let the whole snippet play and then you allow it to like stop or whatever, that's been algorithmically trained to make you see things that the system assumes you want to use. You're being algorithmically down to the number, down to the zeros and ones. They have figured out what you do, where you go, who you like, who you speak to, what makes you mad, what makes you happy. And most of all, it's happening on every medium you might be on right now. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, WhatsApp, things like that. All those mediums, I have to admit, you probably shouldn't be on them. But if you feel a necessity to be there, do that. Do do whatever you got to do. I'm not a professional. I'm just a really good, a really, really, really good, well-trained person that can understand patterns. As a drummer, as a as a you know, during the day, I'm a I'm a risk analyst at a, at a bank. I'm not going to tell you what bank, but I'm, I'm a risk analyst. I, I look at this every single day. I'm not speaking out of me just making shit up, but things don't seem to be jiving. You understand? And, um, you know, inflation is just a small portion of the pie when you start looking at how did we get there? Who caused it? Why is this happening? Now, now we can kind of take the layers of the onion off and find out what's going on. Yeah, as you take off layers of an onion, you might cry a little bit. You might even get the sniffles. It's okay. But you know what? Here's the thing. It will wrinkle your brain. It will take you further. You will go further. You will be better. Here's the best part. You can feel better. Emotionally, mentally, you can feel better. Knowledge is power. If there's anything I can keep on saying, and I say it, I say it at my job, I need to say it more here. Knowledge is power. Information is invaluable right now. It, it is the most valuable commodity you have. If you have very, very limited information and, and, and you, you kind of get along, you follow along and get along, we call that the go along to get along gang. Uh, like Kwame Brown say, uh, if you on the go get along to get the go along to get along gang, I'm so sorry, but uh, 
you need to go ahead and go away. You can go away right now because guess what? We don't need go along to get along people. We need people who are going to do stuff. We need welders, people in trades. Uh, if you don't like your job and you left your gig or whatever, guess what? Welders make 90K. Yeah, I said it. Welders make 90K a year. You can be a welder. Uh, you can be, if you don't like physical stuff, you want to be on a computer. Coders make 100 to $125,000 per year, first year of employment in San Antonio right now. I'm just speaking from my local area. Check it out where you are. <clears throat> look at a trade, look at doing things with your hands. If you don't like doing things with your hands, look at doing stuff with a computer. There's tons of jobs out there. Surveyors, uh, there's tons of jobs. Uh, there's a, a, a big need for um, engineers. Like Engineering school is not really school anymore at this point. They need you on the field so fast. They have a speed program now where, where they speed you through the tests and all that and woo woo to get you out on the ground because look look we got a we got thousands of bridges around the nation that need to be rebuilt 100% they need to be better bigger they have to be able to sustain what america is doing and if we're not acclimating to that we're not moving forward as an industrial country we we we, we house we house our, our niche in the world as being the most industrialist. Wow, those guys, they said they were going to make an international highway and by gun, boy, they did it. Hey, psh. by gun, boy, it's time for us to go take care of what granddaddy made. That's what we need to be thinking about. If our granddad and grandma and the people who fought for wars and all that, if they put all this here, guess what? We need to take care of it. So you can just go in and call me a steward of the land. You feel me? Whether it's bridges whether it's lakes water whether it's the coast i love the coast you know what i'm saying like for those who really see me <clears throat> and know me on the facebook guess what i'm a fisher boy i love water man and you know what the one thing i hate is the way that we've been disrespecting the, the water the water and seaways of texas um i will be doing um some more videos on the water we're actually looking at some kayaks right now so you know we're trying to get on the water get the kayak game going i'm thinking gopros i'm thinking videos i'm thinking hey let's go catch we'll show you what it is um i got some awesome people i want to i want to sponsor i'm like yo i'll just pitch y'all shit because i like y'all's gear like i have so many pieces of gear that i'm like dude psh, i can monetize right there just on fishing but i didn't want to do this for money i, I wasn't in this <coughs> just to sit and capitalize i was never in it for that <coughs> So it's going to be a, sep a separate segment. Um, we'll have an outdoors stewardship of, of the land segment. And we're going to talk about how us, the visitor to nature, can be a, a better, we, we can be a better visitor. You know, we, we don't live in nature all the time. A lot of us live in houses. You know, uh, you know, some of us may have land or whatever. But for the most part, if you don't live in a national park, treat it as such. It is not yours. It does not belong to you. It is access to you. Yes. However, it means you need to take care of it. So stewardship of the land. We're going to talk about that. I actually have a beautiful link with my buddies at Fin Addicts. Um, fin Addicts is a foundation in San Antonio, Texas. I've been working with them for several months. I haven't talked about it because it's something that's actually very dear and near to my heart. Um, but fishing, conservation, water, land, you know, whether you're into fishing or not, I don't care. One day you're going to go to the water. 
one day you're going to go to a lake, a river, or you're going to go to the coast. The last thing you'd want when you go to these places where water is, where where you're like, hey, we're going to go to the beach. Hey, you know, I want to take the family. Let's have a, go, go have a good time. The last thing you want is for your kid to get out of the car and step on a fishing hook. And boom. Now, now you're going to the yard all of a sudden. No one wants that. Last thing you want at a river. A whole bunch of trash in the water. Now what? The fishing population's dead and ecosystem's not working right. You got all these crawfish, but there's no fish fish. Yeah, that's a not, that's not a healthy ecosystem. That means a lot of death. Like when you're doing a lot of crustaceans, a lot of lower eating insect type animals, um yeah, that means death. And um we're seeing a lot of that now in Texas and and, and you know, I I love how we've expanded and we've invited and allowed so many people from so many walks of life to be here and to enjoy what Texas is. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm none. I'm none of the political factions. What I am, I'm a steward of the land because when things go wrong, there's going to need to be a group of people that clean it. And I have already decided that's what I'm going to do. There's going to be people that need to clean it. I don't care what happens. Someone needs to clean it. So I've always been someone that like kind of looks at the job. No one else will do. And I say, you know what? Yeah, I'm in. You know, because everyone wants to go to the nice, beautiful uh, uh, restaurant. You know, you want to have that beautiful cut of, of fish. Oh, you have red fish on, on, on the menu. Uh, red snapper, you say. Mm. Yes, we'd love to have red snapper on the half shelf, if you don't mind. So, you know, and you're passing over your menu, feeling like a baller. Dude, someone had to go out there and get that fish. You understand? Someone had to wake up early that morning and get that bait for that dude to go get that fish. Someone, even earlier than that dude, had to go and put the trap out and make sure that the trap was full so the man can come get the trap. That man who gets the trap can give it to the person. That person gets the fish. That fish now goes to the restaurant. Fish, bruh, this is a system, baby. This is a system. And when you're not recognizing a pattern and the pattern starts to kind of like get out of whack a little bit that's when something like the cca comes in so for those who are not aware we have what's called uh, the coastal sorry something association uh, coastal something damn it is coastal catching association right no no um, no i'm sorry a cca no I'm, I'm i'm kidding but cca is a legit national foundation that preserves fisheries and fishing areas within the gulf coast from texas all the way to florida um i do believe they have some stuff on the east coast but again cca is usually south um south is where you get your cca tournament your cca red star tournament redfish tournament things like that this is kind of where this all began was in texas and it branched out nationwide What's great about the San Antonio, or sorry, what's great about the Texas Park and Recreate, Park, Parks and Recs Department is um, it now has a TV show along with the Texas Rangers Department. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's aware. Apparently, it's on Amazon. There's a show that, that, that follows Texas Game Wardens. I mean, yeah, we may have lost the show Cops, and everyone loves the show Cops, but seriously check out the texas show that's all about the sheriffs and the wardens and you know the game wardens that are out there making sure that our 
deer populations are okay, that the fishing populations are okay. I recently watched an episode where they were able or they attempted to save a bald eagle that was trapped that was trapped. <clears throat> you know, so we need to understand what type of traps are legal and when they're legal. And, you know, if you are doing bird traps, let's say you're doing like a turkey trap or something, you can't leave a turkey trap up year round. That's like that's a big, huge no, no, because then you end up doing what happened in this episode where, you know, a uh, bald eagle was caught in a turkey trap. Um, no one had checked the turkey trap for several days, several, several weeks, probably. By the time they got out to the trap, now you're looking at a the national bird dying like literally dying dude like that's it's not cool you know it was stuck upside down it had i think it had its leg stuck or something in the trap but you know when it lands on a particular tree limb or something that's when the trap snaps and once it snaps the, the the bird up it's supposed to leave them hanging upside down you know again for two reasons one of them is to bleed them out the other one is to make sure they just it's easy picking when you're done you know you come weeks and you know a week or two later and you know you got a gang of turkeys literally just upside down dead ready to go because the blood rushes to their head um with this particular bird they were able to find it within a day or two of it being trapped so it was luckily enough to be saved from the trap unfortunately it did not make it back to flight it um it did pass away and again i'm talking about the national bird i'm talking about a bald eagle here man this is something until you see it is when it starts to hit dude we're all americans dude you know for me to watch game wardens in texas do what should be done and be following laws that we should all know we should all understand hey if you're gonna go fishing in texas you should have a fishing license i don't think that's hard and Texans are so darn good at it. Guess what? A lot of Texans have a fishing license and sometimes may not even use it all year. They may go out fishing once or twice a year, but they have the whole year coverage. If we're able to do that, come on, man. Don't ever come at me about voting rights. Don't get at me, don't get at me about voting logs and all that. Guess what? You can, you can present your ID to go vote. Yes, you can. Because if you can go and buy as many fishing tags that we've given out this year you can get out my face man <laughs> straight up you know what i'm saying like 75 percent of the state has a fishing license 75 percent 75 percent of the state of texas has a fishing license if you ever say you can't vote you're lying you're lying you're 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 willfully telling a fib is what's happening and when other groups want to say, oh, it's racist for you to make somebody have to show paperwork to go vote. Well, you got to go show paperwork to go buy a car. Okay? <laughs> like, you got to show paperwork to go to certain events and make a purchase of a large sum. Let's be honest, man. You know what? If I were going to go and buy, like, 2,500 tickets for a Spurs game. If they didn't ask me for my credit card and ID, I would feel weird. I would feel kind of weird. I'd be like, dude, are you serious? You just need my you just need my card? That's it? Are you serious? Like, you just want my card? Dude. Wait, we have to, we have to, we have to, have to, have to. We have to start using our minds again. We've been told not to. And you know what? I have heard this a lot. Why is there someone to tell you what to do? Oh, you know what? Get rid of that shit. Anyone who's doing the 
Just tell me what you want. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. That's that's half the problem. You've lost your confidence. Have we lost our confidence as citizens? I remember believing we were the best in the world. What happened to that? We don't have confidence in ourselves anymore? That's strange. Oh, we also don't have our, any any confidence in our own judgment making. We're following a man that literally calls himself science. Like, him as a man is saying he is science to other people. And these other people are okay with him saying he is science. If no one's caught him out on it yet. I mean, if I just, like, you know, began to identify myself as a sandwich, just like I did in the previous thing, if I identified myself as a sandwich at Subway and hopped on the table and started putting marinara on myself and, oh, what else do you want? You want some pickles? We'll put some pickles on there. You know what? You want sriracha? What type of sauce would you like? You know, he's spraying sauce on himself because he considers himself a sandwich. Dude, we have to stop playing games. We have to stop playing games. Where's the angry mom that just kind of slaps these silly... I'm not going to use mean words. What I'm going to say is... Uh... I'm going to answer my question, actually. I'm going to answer my own question. I don't think there are moms out there that are telling their fully transitioned son or, son or daughter who is now their son or daughter, um, you're not you're not instilling something. Something was amiss here. And we can all say, oh, well, he just grew up like that. You know, he always liked Barbies. Or the other way, well, you know, she was darn good at the dirt bike. And, you know, next thing we know, she's Ted. L look, you know what? Look, look, look. Parenting is hard. I get it. I have four. And all my life when I was called gay. And all my life when I was called a faggot. I was not. And I am now a mid-30s male with four children. I don't think that would classify me as homosexual in any way, shape, or form of the word. And what gives me a little bit of caveat here to talk about this and anyone who's like oh you don't understand the homosexual struggle talk to my boy isaac homie and here's why i call him my boy and not my boyfriend right that's a friend of mine he's a man that's my boy you feel me and it's someone who i take uh, i took care of you know when when things hit the fan for my life and for his at the same time he was here from from New Orleans, he didn't know where to go. And guess what? I took in a Katrina person. Guess what? I opened my house to someone who was affected by Hurricane Katrina, and I gave them nothing but respect. And guess what? He was probably my best roommate. <laughs> he paid always on time. Boy, I tell you, them gays pay on time. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Joking, joking, joking. Appreciate you, Chris. He knows, he knows who I'm talking to. I know he's listening. <laughs> Appreciate you, Chris. But uh, no, seriously, as roommates, it was different. You do have a different conversation when you get off work. I'll tell you that. You know, we both we were all working at the time. Uh, my wife was going from LVN to RN, so she was at school and at a full-time job. 
So we were all doing something. And when we were together, the conversations were deep. I mean, <clears throat> it went everything from race relations to just the basics of, you know, why is shit so fucked up? And we'd all, you know, end up laughing and shit like, ah, it ain't us. The system's fucked. <laughs> but I mean, we knew that, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, We kind of knew that and we're like, ah, shit's fucked up. Ah, we'll do what we got to do. You know, and and I think maybe the laissez-faire attitude of ah, it's just fucked up. I can't fix it right this moment. I'm gonna go do this. That's missing, because now people believe, oh, ah, things are fucked up. Well, I'm gonna get on Twitter. And I'm gonna tell everybody how I feel about it. Whoa, 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 hey, 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 hey. gotta relax. Same thing, vice versa. You know what I'm feeling? Some something emotionally right now. I'm going some things, man. I'm a Facebook Live right now, man. I'm going to tell everybody how I'm feeling, man. I don't, I don't know if that's smart. And at the beginning of the year, 2021, I said something and I stuck to my guns. So happy I kept myself calm throughout this. But um, I made one comment and it makes so much sense now. Don't become a meme. Like, like you physically, you the listener right now. Don't become a meme. Don't be out there on camera acting foolish. Don't be out there on camera saying things you're going to have to explain them all to your mama. Better yet, if you ain't going to say it around your mama, don't say it. Doesn't seem like a hard advice at all. But here's the kicker. No one remembers they got a mama. Ain't nobody got respect for themselves, let alone their mama. It's very interesting the times in which we live in. And I'm not saying this to belittle or shake anybody down or call anybody names or whatnot i'm just saying you the listener when when are you when are you gonna choose to be done because i could do these podcasts all day don't get it twisted you know what i'm saying i got 600 700 videos we can review that tonight i could start at video number one and we can work our way forward but i'm serious like why are you the listener still just like allowing others around you to get sucked in save those you can don't get don't get it twisted not everybody can be saved i get that too don't ever get it twisted there's a lot of people out there guess what can't help them (laughs) you know what i'm saying and maybe that's maybe that's the decision you need to make maybe the decision of i cannot help you and a lot of us are sticking our necks out very far for others some of us are helping out some some of us are helping out others that probably should not get our help and it's okay to acknowledge you're sticking your neck out and you're probably not doing yourself your own best interest. It's okay to be there. I'm there too. I get it. I 100% get it, which is why I say it this way. <clears throat> you're not wrong for attempting to support. You're not wrong for being there when needed. However, it's wrong when it impacts your life. It's wrong when it impacts your paycheck. And it's definitely even worse when it impacts your family. Your attention is valuable. It is so valuable. Others will take away their attention to give it to you because they just want you around. They just want your body in that seat next to them, across from them, uh, uh, in the room with them, around the corner. They just want to know you're around. There's something wrong with that. This whole ism of what we're facing, the loneliness that we're that's occurring, uh, the the lack 
of trust that is occurring with those who we haven't seen in a while. A, a lot of us haven't seen certain faces and by not seeing those faces and just maybe hearing the words or reading the words in text, text gets lost in context. That's something I've learned over time and is very, very important. I'm gonna say it again. Text, like when you're typing, text gets lost in context. You cannot visibly see the nuances of the face. You can't visibly hear the up or down of what the voice does when they're asking something or when they're saying something that might be surprising. You don't get those ups and downs through text. It's, it's, we're stuck. We're stuck. The text. I blame the text. Anyway, I also blame the schools because apparently we can't read above a sixth grade level. It is real. Check it out. It is actually a thing on Washington Post. And I'm not going to take much more of your time. Thank you very much for being here. And New Rick on the Brain. I'm here in SBG. And until the next one.